WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. It's Friday, August 20th, 2021. A new multidisciplinary facility is set to open for upcoming fall semester classes at the University of Illinois. The university says the new campus instructional facility on the Bardeen Engineering Quad will host classes from every undergraduate college and 36 different departments this semester, boasting 124,000 square feet, 23 classrooms, and 2,400 seats. The university said in a press release that the facility was designed with active learning in mind. Pictures of the new classroom spaces released by the university show non-traditional lecture hall styles, including a large round room with chairs surrounding a central lectern. The $75 million project will be fully completed by Monday when classes begin. Today and tomorrow, the Illinois National Guard will offer free COVID-19 vaccinations for the public ages 12 and older. The clinic will be located at the Rantoul Family Sports Complex at 744 Murray Road from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. today and from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. tomorrow. The sports complex is about a 20-minute drive or 40-minute bus ride from the University of Illinois campus. No appointments are needed. The funeral for Chicago police officer Ella French at St. Rita of Casha Church. French and her partner, Officer Carlos Yanez Jr., were conducting a traffic stop in West Englewood on August 7th when a shooting occurred, killing French and leaving her partner in critical condition. Brothers Imante Morgan and Eric Morgan have both been charged in the shooting. French is the first officer killed in the line of duty since Mayor Lori Lightfoot took office, and the first female officer killed in Chicago since 1988. Lightfoot spoke at the funeral, thanking first responders who are on the front lines every day. French is survived by her mother and brother. Just a warning that the next story contains content that some listeners may find disturbing. The trial of R&B singer Robert Sylvester Kelly, known as R. Kelly, began Wednesday in Brooklyn, New York. Kelly has faced several sexual abuse allegations since the origins of his career in the 1990s. The case focuses solely on two victims, but Geronda Pace was the first of 22 victims to take the witness stand. Pace testified that sexual relations between her and R. Kelly began when she was 16 and Kelly was 42. The singer allegedly told her to claim that she was 19 and to, quote, act 21. Pace also said that over the six months following their first sexual encounter, she visited Kelly's mansion several times. During her final visit in January of 2010, Kelly allegedly physically abused her until she passed out. The singer was acquitted of child pornography charges in a 2008 trial in Illinois. He has been in custody since July of 2019 and faces nine counts of racketeering and violations of a law meant to prevent sex trafficking. Kelly has pleaded not guilty to these charges. If convicted, he faces 10 years to life in prison. With the Taliban taking control of Afghanistan, the organization's return to power is raising concern over women's rights. While the Taliban says it will respect the rights of women, many are hesitant to believe the group, due to its history of oppression. Under the Taliban's rule in the 1990s, Afghan women were harshly oppressed, often being forced to stay home and prevented from taking a part in society. 
However, in the years since the Taliban was first removed from power, women fought for their freedom and equality in the country, gaining positions previously reserved for men alone. Foreign policy officials hope that the peace deal brokered by the Trump administration will hold, even after all American troops are out of the country. However, it remains to be seen whether the Taliban will uphold its side without the pressure of international scrutiny. That's all from us for today, folks. Reporting was contributed by Justin Malone, Anne McEwen, Josie Alameda, and Tara Mobasher. Our interim regional editor is Tori Gelman, and our interim political editor is Owen Henderson. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. <laughs>